Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Kick your elbow, step in time. Kick your elbow, step in time. Never need a reason, never need a rhyme. Kick your elbow, step in time. William. Yes, Jordan. When we went to see Mary Poppins. Be, think very carefully about what you say next. I honestly thought it was a load of old shite. Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life. Answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to everyday dilemmas, like how many spoons full of sugar help the medicine go down, the medicine go down, the medicine go down. A spoonful of sugar helps the medicine... I'm joking, I did enjoy it. Helps the medicine Of course you did, you were clapping along. The medicine goes down. And is the withdrawal method still a good way not to get pregnant? That's not a song in Mary Poppins. <laughs> Can you tell I've done the script this week? Yes, well, well you, you did one bit, I did the other bit. <laughs> and of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not your usual agony ants, are we, William Hansen? No, we're not, Jordan North. I'm more Mary Poppins. You're more Mary Magdalene. <laughs> Jesus' mum? No, that was the Virgin Mary. You're definitely not that. Are there two different ones? Yeah. No, Mary Magdalene is, what's she called? Mary Magdalene. Mary Magdalene? Yes. Ma- Mary Magdalene, there was a film out recently. Yes, she was a prostitute. <gasps> was she not Jesus' mum? Definitely not. Is that two different Marys? No, the Bible's full of Marys. Did you know that, Ben? Did you, I just thought Mary Madmeline was... Mary? Ma- Madmeline. <laughs> What's she called? Mary Marigold. <laughs> Mary Marmalade. Mary Madeline. Mad- Madeline. No, Magdalene. Madeline. Yeah. Madeline. No, Mag- re- Magdalene. So she was, weren't she the one that washed his feet on the cross? Yes, possibly, but that's not his mum. Anyway, should anyway, we have a gin and de bonnet before we uh, have a gin and de bonnet? Scene um, by scene, go through Mary Poppins uh, and debrief it. Right, uh, G and Divas. In case you didn't know, we this week went to watch Mary Poppins. 
The okay. cast of Mary Poppins. The cast of Mary Poppins. Mm. <clears throat> Delicious. We've actually got G&D with proper eyes today and yes. a slice of orange. I'm going to put this out there. Yeah. I think it's best with a slice of orange. Yes, I do. I, I agree. Better than light, light uh, lemon. Well, yeah. yeah. Better, better than what? Anyway, we went to watch... Um, we need to stop drinking before the podcast. <laughs> we got re- you got really pissed last episode. I did. I want to speak to you about that as well. Okay. Um, yeah, we went to watch Mary Poppins. William was like a kid in a sweet shop. I had a face like a slapped ass, a bag of spanners. Yeah, and then a the show. And then piss off a thistle. However, you want it. I really was dreading. And it then all the day. show started. Then the show started, and I was just yeah. It was it was brilliant. It was good. Oh well, that means a lot. Thank you. And just seeing your face. Well, you said to me before we went. Oh, I want to sit next to you. How many seats away were you from me? Seven. Yeah, because yeah, uh, did it tactically. I had Daryl on my left, who had a bag of sports mixtures. <laughs> right. I yes. had um, James on my right, yep. who had M and M's and Maltesers, and then I were in the middle with Terry's chocolate orange. So, you know, the little ones. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Um, what was your favourite bit? My favourite... Without I, giving I, anything away. I don't want to give it away. Well, I, you can intimate at what part of the show. My favourite bit was the bit with the umbrella. Right, well, that doesn't narrow it that much down for people who haven't seen it. But, yeah, but I know the bit you mean. It got a bit rude, but you would not believe <laughs> what Mary Poppins can do with that umbrella. Whew. It was don't like, ruin my childhood. Basically, it was something that Sticky Vicky from Benidorm would be jealous of. <laughs> That's the rudest I'm going to be today. I very much doubt that. That's the rudest I'm going to be. It, it was good. I'll tell you what I didn't like. Mm. Oh, well, what, I, yeah. i tell you what I didn't it's like. It's got nothing to do with the show. G and Divas, right? I don't go to the theatre much. I know I, I sound like a thespian and I'm very cultured, but there were so many people on their phones filming it, even though it said at the start, said on your way in, please do yep. not film, please don't get your phones out. Don't get your phones out. It's three hours of escapism. There's mm. enough going on in the world, right? But the fact was you could ignore them getting the phones out. It was the ushers, who I don't blame because this was their job. The ushers mm. had to flash the torch and they was like flashing it, shining it. They actually had like Morse code flash on it. And it just kept... In all the big scenes, because there's a lot of magic in the show, in all the big scenes, it ruined the three biggest moments for me. Yeah. I don't want to give too much away. And the reason why you're not allowed to film is because if that got on social media, Mm. it would ruin it for everybody else. Yeah, and the ushers were very... I have to say, I mean, okay, I disagreed with the the torch flashing right at the crux of these key moments. It was so off-putting. And I actually, to be honest, I haven't told you this. I have actually written to the theatre to tell them this. Oh, have you? Yeah. yeah. Have you actually? Because yeah. I got a centre survey the next day going, what did you think of your visit to the theatre? And I started to do the survey, but it said your your, your answers will be anonymised. But if you have a particular complaint, email and then the email. So I quit the survey and sent an email. Yet to receive a response. But I said, look, you know, okay, I get it. The people filming, naughty, naughty, shouldn't be doing it. And do what the ushers were doing, which is at the end of the performance, they went up to the particular people and made them delete and from their recently deleted. But don't flash that Mm, torch and ruin it for the whole of the dress circle at the the crucial moments. Because actually that ruins it for more people in the moment. It was the torches. Yeah. One woman, she got the torch flashed at her. And she looked and said sorry, but then ten minutes later got a phone out again to film oh, to yeah. film the main scene. Mm. 
which is just, you stupid, stupid woman. I'm sorry. Oh, my God, I'm getting passionate about Mary Poppins. <laughs> it ruined that bit for me, you see, know. Wait till you see it 15 more times. Oh God. I mean, how many times have you seen it now? That was my 16th. Was that the best show? I have to say, actually, certainly of the current run, I think, yeah, it's really bedded in. So, yeah, it, it was good. There was a lot of us there. Hey, what about that meal before? Well, that was a disaster. Oh, Can I just say, the restaurant that Your Ben and fault. I agreed... No. Don't go my fault. I was Your happy fault. for Frank and Manka, but I also said is I've been loads lately. It'd be nice to go somewhere a bit different. So I picked somewhere that was... Oh, no, you can't... With Ben, you cannot win, because I... Suggest- he would moan a... Moan the back legs off a donkey, wouldn't he? <laughs> I, I went as a joke in our WhatsApp group. Oh, let's let's go to the Savoy or Claridge's. And Ben was like, oh, well, I'm not made of money. This trip's going to bankrupt me. So then fair. I then said Franca Manka or Oaxaca. And he's like, oh, I think we can do a bit better than that. To be I fair, can't win. I, I agree with him there. Like, it is a bit dear. And don't forget, we only pay him in biscuits. <laughs> he's literally sat next to us eating as a plate. Sitting, <laughs> eating a plate. Sitting. Oh, for f- Every time that winds me up. Sitting next to you, sitting nibbling next to on a hobnob. plate of biscuits. She's taking a selfie now. Mm. So, yeah, we went to a restaurant. What were it? Were it tapas? Were it French? Cicchetti. What's that? It's not called Cicchetti. That is actually another restaurant, but it's Cicchetti. It's, uh, it's Italian tapas. Venetian-themed. Oh. And it Although was I... nice, but it was terrible service. Basically, you have to order. It's just like, I'll tell you what it is. It's like going out and ordering a picky tea. Well, I knew, I, well, we That's were in what this tapas is really, isn't it? It's we were in this tea. very trendy London restaurant. One of them where they bring water in a wine bottle because it's trendy. And uh, and Jordan goes, "Oh, can we order some bread and butter?" To be fair, they did actually bring you some bread and, and olive oil. Yeah, and I asked for butter, and he looked at me like I'd just sprouted four heads. Yeah, cancelled Christmas. I was like, "What's wrong?" And Mikey, Mikey was looking at me so lovingly. I was, was opposite he? Mikey. It was pity. Yeah, he kept going. He kept, every time I buttered my bread, he kept looking at William and going, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he? He kept yep. going, sorry. He kept going, oh, we had bloody a- hell, get that down, you lad. That'll put hairs on your chest, that. With graft I've had, I need some bread and butter. Some bread and dripping for me, pal. Have you got any bread and dripping? Any bread and dripping? That's what he said. We uh, we had a whole... Never gets old. There were ten of us, we should say. It was, yeah. it was, a, big, it was a big soiree. And uh, Ben's girlfriend came. She was doing Vegan Week and ordered pork, which was interesting. She had pork that we had night ben- as well, I got told. <laughs> pork twice in a night. Producer <laughs> Ben has his head in his hands. I knew they had to rush off at the end of the evening. <laughs> they now did, I know didn't why. They? <laughs> oh, to be young and horny again. <sighs> Those were the days. Or indeed, horny. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, Cat uh, was doing vegan wheat. There was ten of us there. The service was bad. Basically, it just it came out in dribs and drabs. And when which you're is hungry, the, which is the theme of the restaurant? No, it, not like that. It wasn't no, meant. No, I mean to. I don't like that as restaurants. When you, there are lots of these restaurants about now, where it sort of comes when it's ready from the kitchen. Well, I'll be honest. Restaurants for th- 200, 300 years have managed to bring you your meal all in one go when yeah. it's all ready. I don't know why these sort of trendier restaurants now struggle with that. It's this sort of can't be bothered itis. And, you know, we had got there at, I don't know, whatever time we got there, half five, and even by seven, they still hadn't brought everything. So we had to get things taken off the bill. Yeah, we got things taken off the menu. There was a service charge on. There was. They do this thing in London, right? To be fair, they do it in quite a few places now. Mm. And I don't know where I am with it, if I'm honest. <laughs> but, because 
Apparently, a lot of the service charges don't go to the staff, which is another Depends thing. Depends from restaurant to restaurant. Because I hate that. Imagine being a restaurant that turns over hundreds of thousands, millions of pounds a year and taking money off, tips mm. off your staff. Mm. That boils my piss, that. Right? And the second thing is we didn't get good service. No. And it just adds more. So what's the etiquette of a service? I think if, if, if you have got, if you've had poor service, it's totally fine to then call the maitre d' over and say... Yeah, but we're talking now, they put it on in Frankie and Benny's, so let's no, but real I th- talk. It, yeah, There's I, not a maitre d' in Frankie and Benny's. Well, whoever is head waiter, head waiter, yes. And you say, look, the, the please could you remove the service charge because X, Y, and Z, and we don't feel comfortable paying it today. Is it okay to say that? Completely. I mean, you've got to take all emotion out of it and be fairly factual if you're going to do that, and maybe do it away from the group so it doesn't become a sort of a committee discussion. Um, you may want to go and just talk to him privately and again away from other patrons so that it, they're not embarrassed. And f- Why are you laughing at patrons? Ben's suddenly animated. Hardly recognised him. Is that uh, sex this week? <laughs> so, Coming here, right? Spring in his step. <laughs> oh, I, he was like bloody Dick Van Dyke. What's he called? Yes, Bert. Bert. Oh, what, geese? Consider yourself. Wrong show! Consider yourself. He did a double heel clip when he come here. All right, Ben, we get it. You had sex. He is a bit, he's a bit Dick Van Dyke, isn't he? Just Dick. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. um, Yeah. Yes. Service. But you can ask for it off. It is voluntary. Similarly, on a similar vein, if you want to leave it in cash, so you know that the waiting staff get it rather than it goes to someone and sitting in HR who've done absolutely diddly and squat for your for your meal um then yes say actually we're going to leave this in cash could you could you take it off please can I just say thank you both and I'm saying this to Ben as well for coming because it means a lot to me Ben come twice that day I'm trying to be nice Thank ruined. you for inviting us. I still owe you money. Yes, um, and it's it's. Yeah, but to be fair, Ben paid me in I don't know February two thousand and fourteen. Whenever I booked these tickets, you, hello. I know I've, I've still not. I'll sort you out after this. I'll sort you out. How about the money? <laughs> <laughs> Someone, uh, my You're friend, such a flirt. <laughs> my friend Ella messaged me the other day to say that my laugh has become quite common as the series progresses. <laughs> Oh, God help her with mine then. Yeah, I think she might. Um, she so, might right. service charge, it's okay to take it off your bad service, but it's not okay to yes. ask for it to be taken off if you've had good service. No. So, yeah. Um, before we go on to the questions, remember if you want to help with something, then you can tweet us at Sex and My Boss. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexandmyboss.com. Or you can write to Mr. William Hansen, who promises a handwritten reply in his own letter of paper. The address is on the website, sexandmyboss.com. If you've got anything you want to ask us, any problems, any dilemmas, anything you've always wanted to ask me and William, anything you want to ask us, do get in touch. Before we go to the questions for this week, can I just say, yeah, everybody has been messaging me about Fistmas. Right. Okay. Fistmas is my new... Fi- Which is friends at Christmas in the previous episode. Yeah, last week Rachel sent us an email saying that she um, she struggles with Fistmas, which is... Friends Christmas. Friends at Christmas. Friends at Christmas. Fistmas. And lots of people are saying it's my favourite like word, and I think it's brilliant. Fistmas. Fistmas. I mean, don't go and shout that on the street we saw Mary Poppins, because on that street that means a whole separate thing. Fist. Do you know what? Right here, right now, let's have Fistmas at mine. 
You have whinged and bitched and moaned all series mm. that you've never been to my house, that I've never cooked you a meal. Yep. Next week, I am saying, can we sort this out, Ben? Yeah? Can we sort this out? Next week, let's have Fistmas at my house. All right, I'll clear my diary. Okay. So what do, what do I... Does that, that... When you have friends over before Christmas, ER etiquette guy, mm. when you have friends over before Christmas, you don't make them a full Christmas dinner, do you? No, I would only ever have the Christmas lunch at on Christmas Day. So what do you do? <gasps> should we have a picky tea or should we... <gasps> should we have a picky tea or should we have a corned beef hash? Oh, do I want to be shot in the mouth or shot in the eyeball? Oh, let me think. <laughs> um... <laughs> Oh, decisions, decisions. Um, uh, let, no, seriously, I want you and producer Ben, we'll sort it out after the episode, to come to mind for Fistmas. Fistmas at Jordan's. We'll have fisting fun. I'm in. <laughs> okay, bring your marigolds and lube. Should um, we do Jordan's joke of the week? Okay, but what should, What do you want? A picky tea or corned beef? Or do you want a- Can I tell you after the break? Okay. Do your joke of the week. I ain't got one today, actually. I'm not, I will he's not text me. Oh. you got one, Ben. Well, I've got one. Can we have William's joke of the week? Yeah, go on. Do you know what? You do it. You do it. I want to go on. Come on. Why can't you use beef stew as a password? I don't know. Why can't you use beef stew as a password, William? And I'll tell you the punchline after the break. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Right. 
Right, sorry about this, Gene Divas. I'm slacking this week. I've had a busy week. I've worked three days. Um, <laughs> um, here's my joke of the week. Here's William's joke of the week. Why can't you use beef stew as a password? Why can't you use beef stew as a password? Because it's not strong enough. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> On my life, I promise I will have a Jordan's joke of the week for you next Why week. Why can't you use beef stew as a password? Because it's not strong enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny. It's hilarious. Right. I'll get us another gin. Thank you. Oh, William's ass. And... Um, <laughs> Listen. <laughs> it's the penultimate episode. It's the what? The penultimate episode. Did I ever tell you how I realised what the word penultimate meant? Yes. I did that on the last series, Mad didn't Men. I? I think probably two series before that. Mm. Uh, anyway, uh, you read the questions, I'll make us another G and D. Oh, we are getting way too pissed this series. This question is from Steph. In our office, there is always fights about the air conditioning, sometimes to the point where people walk out. What is the etiquette around fiddling with the aircon in the office and how should we handle the inevitable fallout? Thanks, Steph. This is a great question. Maybe not so much. When was this sent in? No, actually, to be fair, we have this problem in the studio. I like my studio cool. I did Sky News earlier today. And I wondered why you dress like that. Thank you. And um, You look like a hype. In the down-the-line studio in Westminster, oh my gosh, it's like a fridge. And they go, oh, yeah, we call it the fridge. I'm like, well, then turn the air conditioning off. Is that why you've got a little pearl in your buttonhole? Yeah, a little pearl detail. Mm. Actually, do you know what? I'm not even going to take the mic. I actually really like that. Thank I you very much. It's you. a touch, isn't it? You look very handsome today. Thank you. I wish I'm... I could say the same. <laughs> oh, I were being sincere there. So was I. <laughs> <laughs> I was. You look very handsome today. Laugh. You look very handsome. Thank we you love cufflinks and your pearl on. Thank you. Uh, right. Uh, this is a great question. Aircon. What's mm. your, so, you live in a workplace. Uh, Optimal you, temperature, 22.5 degrees. Okay. I would say. You'll never please everyone all the time with aircon because some people will be too cold. Some people will be too hot. Yeah. It's like Nikki from Big Brother. Really? Do you know who I'm on about? No. Who is she? Who is she? Who is she? Right. I swear to God, that was a great impression of her. Was it? Right. She was this contestant on Big Brother and she hated the, the aircon on in the, in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And she used to go, I'm so cold! I'm so cold! And she hated it. She used to have massive tantrums. And basically, there's a lot of people at work that act like Nikki when you put the aircon on. And it's like, right, Janet, stop being a f- so-and-so. It's 32 degrees outside and we're all warm. We're putting the aircon... Even in winter sometimes, the aircon's on because it just gets stuffy in an office, doesn't it? Yeah, I think it, probably in winter there's there's less need for aircon than there is in the summer. But 22.5 degrees, I think, is perfectly fine. Or if you have half the office that want it warmer, then have the morning as the warmer setting. And then the people that want it cooler... Yeah. can have the afternoon and then you just add or subtract clothing within the general grounds of 
good taste at, at will. Steph, my advice, uh, similar to Williams, get it at 22, but also have a vote, have a staff ballot, have yes, a referendum. democracy. Look where referendums have got us. Oh, it'll be sorted out in a jiffy. You'll be laughing by Friday. Have a referendum on Monday if you need the aircon on. Even with the heating, because let's face it, heating as well, because mm. nothing worse than when the heating's on too much. Have a referendum, sort it out. You probably sort it out by email. Vote. Get everyone to vote via your email or something, and you'll be laughing. Absolutely laughing. Okay, next question. This is from an anonymous uh, listener. It says... How do I tell my best friend, and best friend is in inverted commas, that she is not a bridesmaid at my wedding, even though I was a bridesmaid at hers? I mean, anonymous sounds a bit of a... I mean, this is why bridesmaids in... How do I put this nicely? Um, A bride... A route you would maybe like to go down is by having infant bridesmaids... Because then anyone who is an adult is automatically excluded, with That's the exception a... of the of the maid of honour. Do you know, you never cease to amaze me. That's a great shout Have out. Because actually, I'll be perfectly honest, and I'm going to be really bold here. That was the other episode. Hilarious. Um, Help, I'm thinning on top. Help, I've got a slap head. Help, I've got a penalty spot on my head. Sorry. Hey, you <laughs> take piss out of me. I told you you were handsome before. It balances it out. In... Slightly more upmarket weddings, bridesmaids are children, not grown women in their 20s. Oh, are they? Mm. Is that why Kate always has kids? and, and, and Yeah, Kath- generally and, royal weddings have children. A plus a Megan. maid of honour, maybe. Oh, oh, yeah. that's a great shout. I would say just what's, what's an extra person, unless you really aren't good friends with this person. But then again, if she asked you to be bridesmaid... I don't think it's tit for tat necessarily. I don't, I don't think that's the the right rule. If you, of course you may not have, may choose not to have bridesmaids at all, mm. then that's very easy. My, not having bridesmaids. My mate Pilks is getting married. Is he going to be your bridesmaid? No, he's getting married at the end of January. Right. So in New Year, and I'm one at groomsman, usher, Durda, Durda. Usher, usher. Usher. That's the only lyrics I know. I'm an usher, a groomsman, I think. Do you know what you have to do for that? I think there's... Are you on the left or are you on the right? (laughs) Isn't it? (laughs) Anyway, I think he's got eight or nine groomsmen. But Pilky, right? I mean, how big's the venue? I don't bloody know. It's in Cliverow. It'll be big. Mm -hmm. Right. He's fancy. Well, hey, honestly, it's well nice. So my advice was to a non... Is just add her as an extra person. What's one more person? Who would your best man be if you got married? Um, well, I'm never getting married. Hang on, but hang on. Oh, no, hang on. When we get married, who's oh, your best man? Right. They both listen, so this is going to be hard. Okay. Ben would be page boy. <laughs> <laughs> Mother of the bride. <laughs> ben would be page boy, right. Don't forget, I've got three brothers. Would, it, would he walk the bride down the aisle? No, he would he give us away. He throws the flowers down. Oh no, that's a flower girl. Ben and be flower girl. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a tricky question for me mm. this because I've got three brothers. That if I'm we did get married to. for gay weddings, I presume do you get two? Oh yeah, what's the two there? best men, or do you get a best woman? I know you can balance it, out the. Do you know what? I don't, it's twenty nineteen. Do what you want. Isn't it? Yeah. Right. Say we got married. 
I think I'd have Patricia Routledge as my best woman. Oh, but you don't know her. I'd write. Will you let me answer the bloody Sorry. question? It Obviously, you've got Rick, who's my best mate, mm. and I was best man at his wedding. Yeah, but I don't know him. So it'd definitely be Rick. Right. It's whether I ask Pilks and my brothers as well. Well, you No, best man, no. You Singular. can have best men. No, you can't. Nah, you can. And any no, no, I, I t- fundamentally disagree with you. Rick would be my best man, my mate Rick. Right. And then it's whether I ask Pilks and my brothers. But Pilky's my best mate as well. We you could together. have someone to sort of support you in the in the venue and then someone to do the speech. No, actually, Rick's going to be my best man. Pilks is going to be my chief usher because I weren't best man at his wedding. I think you completely overthought that for a fictitious wedding, but that's fine. I, I have, Anna. <laughs> Are we? Uh, I don't know who. Are you going to wear something new, something blue, something borrowed? What is it? Something borrowed. Something, something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. Oh, I'd That's love very to hard s- to do after a future under bonnets. I'd love to see you in some stockings, silky stockings on wedding night. We have a question from Aaron. Hiya, Aaron. Hello, Jordan and William. Sorry if I have the order wrong. You do. I remember in an early episode, William explained to Jordan that you do not cling because it is deemed as con. As it, I remember in an early episode, William explained to Jordan that you do not clink as it is deemed common. I have started enforcing this rule whenever people raise a glass. When they ask why you don't, I... When they... I mean, the punctuation would really help here, Aaron. No, sorry, Darren. Um, Aaron. Aaron. Sorry, Aaron. William's blaming you, but it's just because he's pissed again. There's, there's not a full stop in sight. Or a comma. Do you want me to read it? No. I remember in an early episode, William. Ex- I remember in an early episode, William explained to Jordan that you do not clink as it is deemed common. Oh, for fuck's sake! Come on, man. I have started doing this rule where, whenever people raise a glass, when they ask why you don't clink, I say I have no idea. William Hansen says it is common. Oh. Can you explain why it is common and where the glass clinking originated from, please, Aaron? That's a great question. And he sent that to us on Instagram, we're at sexted my boss. That was a great question. Why don't we clink and why is clinking common? So, oh. ben, ben, what's wrong? William, you're pissed again. <laughs> I tell you every time, so it's <gasps> Have we just heard producer Ben talk? Yes. <laughs> See, producer Ben Your only is very accurate. <laughs> producer Ben only talks when we get told off. Did you just hear that? At first, Gene Divas, producer Ben shouting at William Hansen for being drunk. You are pissed. Why don't we clink? We don't. Okay, so there are many, many reasons why. If you are drinking in for fine dining, presumably you are drinking from fine crystal glassware. It is a delicate. Th- it is glass. Okay, if you smash glasses together that are well made and delicate, they're going to break. Oh! If you start clinking with sort of what we would call hospitality industry uh, glassware, then you can probably get away with it a bit more because they're sort of slightly more crudely made and a bit thicker. However, the clinking glasses thing goes back to, we think, sort of the pirate-type era, where pirates, uh, at the end of the day, is treasure hunting. Who are me, matey? We've got ourselves a good loot. Let's have a good cheers! would uh, potentially poison the other pirates' tankards. Now, they, these tankards were wooden or metal. Okay, oh. That's the key here, wood or metal, because they wanted the pirates to drink, the other pirates to drink the beer, the ale, and either fall asleep or, if it was very strong poison, 
die. And then they would then steal the treasure for themselves. And so as a sign of trust, you would bash your tankards together. Remember, they were wood or metal. It doesn't break as easily. And so the ales would exchange. So then any pirate then then didn't drink, <gasps> basically it was guilty and had poisoned everyone else. So it was a trust exercise. So unless you go down to the slug and lettuce with your friends and you have poisoned them, there is no need to clink glasses because it was historically a trust exercise. <laughs> slug and lettuce. That's actually really interesting. Okay, so all you need to do is raise your glass... Don't clink, and then carry on. I hope, Aaron, that answers your question. Cheers, producer Ben. <laughs> there we go. My drink's been taken off. <laughs> <laughs> His drink has been taken off. What have we learned, you massive sesh head? We have learned that clinking is common, and we've learned the reason why. We've learned that Jordan is going to come with me for my 17th time to watch Mary Poppins because he loved it so much. We've also learned that aircon is a big issue and heating in the workplace uh, and you need to sort it out via a referendum. And we've also learned that bridesmaids, picking bridesmaids and best man is a kerfuffle. And we've also learned that William is coming to mind next week for Fistmas. Finally, I get invited round. Friends at Fist... Oh, you've never been to my house, have you? No, never. Oh, God, I better get... Better make sure it's tidy. I will see you next week, Jordan, for Christmas. Are you going to come to my house? I can hardly wait. I've not had a toilet seat for two weeks, so I need to get one. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, it's me, Jamie Lang, and I've got a new podcast, uh, and this time there are no gimmicks. It's just great company. Because the thing is, I realise the reason I love podcasts so much is because they're a great way to connect with people. Hello, I'm Youngblood. Joe Brand. I'm Paloma Faith. Jay Blades. Elizabeth Day. Zara Larson. Casper Lee. And I'm Great Company. Great Company. Great Company. Great Company. Apparently. It's Great Company with me, Jamie Lang. Out now. Hello Gene Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema.